Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Life Lessons by Joseph Frank Thompson, published in 1903. Most of us have our ideal of what we ought to be, what we want to be, and what, in the main, we are really trying to be. But from time to time, in a thoughtless mood, or under the stress of an unexpected temptation, we do things contrary to our general purpose and usual tenor of our lives. Then comes remorse, the renewal of a right resolve and effort. And so, when better deeds are done, the recovery of our self-respect. But this experience should not be confined to ourselves, it should be extended to others, because whatever justifies us in condoning our own faults demands that we pardon their offenses as well. For the sake of our character and soul, we cannot afford to hold a grudge. Nothing can be more harmful to our own nature than that. We are so constituted that it is a vital need to think well of those with whom we are associated, to feel kindly toward them, and to know that we are contributing to their happiness. And it is to this need that the cherishing of hatred is fatal. Rankling within the heart eats away the fineness of our nature. It is like the blight in the bud which prevents the blossom from obtaining its full beauty and its perfect fragrance. Our disposition grows hard, bitter, and unlovely when we brood over unforgiven wrongs. There is no sin that more surely punishes itself than this. There is no greater blessing than the one who has a home. There is an enduring truth that goes like this. The one who has a home must find happiness there or nowhere. 
and we ought to strive for this just as earnestly as we would to succeed in a business venture, which, whether wisely or foolishly, our entire capital has been invested, and the failure of which means utter ruin. That this is not more often done, that in many instances the need of it is scarcely realized, is one of the most frequent causes of misery. person would be a madman, if they traded gold for brass, or having gotten possession of precious stones, bartered them away for glass beads. Yet this is what every person does who cherishes other interests, seeks other companionships, and indulges in other pleasures to the exclusion of those that the home afford. Such a person may be wise in other respects, but in this one manner they are simply a fool, and the time is certain to come when they will bitterly repent their folly, even if it leads to nothing worse than the sad remembrance of wasted years. How often it happens that people spend the best part of their lives preparing for a happiness which, for that very reason, they never enjoy at all. How often have I heard someone say, When the house is built and suitably furnished, when the mortgage has been paid, when something has been put aside for the proverbial rainy day, then I can settle down and take comfort. In the meantime, they see a little of their family and forget to tend to the heart needs of their children. By and by, the children grow up and go away and the parents realize that they never enjoyed them as they always meant to do. Or perhaps some member of the domestic circle dies, and then the others would give whatever else they have held most dear in life for just one hour of companionship with them, which, when it was still possible, other things that seemed more important left them no time. The home life, which seems so stationary, is always changing. In a little while it will be a thing of the past, and the memory of the good times you have had together will be your richest possession. What's most important is not the place we shall go when we die, but the kind of spirit that shall dwell in us eternally. Heaven and hell are widely separated and between them there is a great gulf that is fixed not in space, but in quality. The distance from one to the other is not measured in miles, but by the difference between truth and falsehood, kindness and cruelty, sympathy and selfishness, things which are as far apart now as they will ever be. Beyond the home, the real comforter is work, and the best tonic for a bereaved heart or a broken spirit is the doing of duty. At first our hands may tremble, our footsteps totter, and we may grope and stumble, because our eyes are dim with tears we have no time to wipe away. But little by little, the old strength will come back, and we shall walk firmly and see clearly. Whatever our troubles may be, those who obey the duty call, which summon them to renewed interest in the practical affairs of life, 
usually get the better of them. In a little while, we find ourselves cheerful again, because the bitterness has died out of our misfortune, and only the sacredness of memory is left. On the other hand, those who withdraw from the world and surround themselves with the mementos of the past, and so nurse their grief, become a ghostly sort of person. They are bewildered and dazed, like people who have lived long in the twilight. They become the companions of shadows and specters, and when they enter a room, bring with them an atmosphere which is like the air of a vault. We are making this journey of life for the first and last time. Wherever else our pilgrim's feet may roam, we are not likely to come this way again. Let us make the most of our one chance, and not spoil it by any folly or cruelty. How pleasant it will be, as we draw near the goal, if we can look back and realize that though the way was very steep and rough for us in some places, and though it traversed at times a landscape that was all devoid of loveliness, yet as we passed along, we scattered the seeds of tender words and helpful deeds that even now have grown into a carpet of greenery to soften the path for others and a border of blossoms to cheer them with its beauty. What satisfaction it will be to know in our hearts that in all tender and gentle ways we ministered not only to the physical comfort of others but to their heart needs as well. Among the alpine heights, on every crag and precipice, the avalanches are poised so precariously that the slightest vibration in the atmosphere may loosen them and bury the traveler beneath tons of snow and ice. In much the same way, by what seems a misdeed so small that it can do no harm, we may bring great avalanches of shame and misery down to crush our lives, as well as the lives that are dependent upon us. But having said that, none of us are always at our best. We have our despondent moods and our fretful days. There are times when, because our strength is utterly exhausted, every hill seems a mountain, every brook a river, every pebble a boulder every ounce of our burden weighs a pound. It frequently happens that the faith and strength we gave others in their time of trouble and sorrow dies out from our own heart when we need its strength and comfort. It is even true that we often do things that are foolish and wrong, but which are not the index of our real character. And there is always danger that, in such moods, and by such actions, we shall lose the reputation which we have deservedly won. In such situations, no better service can be received than friends who remind us of our strong character, those good deeds which we are prone to forget, just when it ought to be remembered. If, when we are far from home, we have lost our wallet, we should appreciate the kindness of a friend who loaned us money for gas so that we might get back home again. 
But how much greater is the gratitude we owe that rare friend who, when we have lost our temper, our wisdom or conscience, speaks to us generous words that prevent a momentary misfortune or fault from becoming a lasting injury. Let us give all honor to those who, when the battle has gone against us and we are beaten to our knees, cover us with their shields until we get back on our feet again. Let us try to feel toward our neighbor and friends as we do toward the weather when, amid all the discomfort of the rain or snow, we recall the radiant sky of yesterday and hope to see it clear again tomorrow. Let us think of them while living, as we should if they were dead, remembering their goodness and covering their faults with the mantle of our charity. Let us, above all, when their good name is threatened by some action, which reason condemns as foolish and conscience views as a crime, bear prompt and loving witness to their many virtues. Thus shall we prove ourselves kind neighbors and true friends. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 